Those we can see use. Right. So who knows anything about the Bindu chakra more than what I told you earlier on the post? Who had never heard of it before? Had anyone heard of it before? I've heard of it. Isn't it something to do with um, um, one of the Hindu or faiths and things, Indian faiths? No? Might be wrong. <laughs> In what, what do you mean? Well, I, I, I wonder if it was something to do with Muslim or that faith. But... No, we've all got a Bindu chakra. It doesn't matter on your religion. Oh, okay. No problem. Yeah, no, we've all got a Bindu chakra. I've been aware of it, but I didn't know its name until not long ago. Which I will explain a little bit more about it anyway. Basically, anyone that's into yoga or meditation, you know how great some of these types of spiritual practices are. How they can constantly... You're constantly in a position to be able to uncover more. Would you agree? I know there's lots of you that I've done lots with me. So there's different things that we're learning all the time. You know me, those that know me anyway, I would say there's never end to development. Development always continues. There's always more to learn, always more to take on board, always higher connections that can be reached, which I always strive for, which you're aware of. Now, I think I've, I've uncovered a new layer. So. Lessons about the Bindu Chakra certainly belong to the category of teachings that come in a much more advanced phase of development. It doesn't mean if you're not at an advanced level, it won't do anything by opening it up. It will. And then it will be there for you to use and see. You see, it leads to physical and emotional and spiritual health. So even if you're at the beginning, it's got benefits there. But those that are more advanced in development, you've always got questions that you can't get answers to. And when you do get an answer, it gives rise to another 15, 20 questions. So this chakra is about the consciousness and connecting with the consciousness. It's the all-seeing eye. And we've got the all-seeing eye within all of us. So... I know I did put on there. Have you ever seen a Bahaki yogi with a shaved head, except for a tiny area close to the back of the head with a ponytail? That's the position of the Bindu chakra. Bindu is one of the main chakras of the human body. Although it is often left out from the charts, it is sometimes referred to as the eighth chakra. It's actually deliberately left out from lots of Sanskrit texts that have been brought forward. So if they have left it out and they were passing it down word by word of mouth, that would suggest it's an extremely important chakra. So let me just share my screen for a minute so that you do know where it is. A nice little diagram for you. Share screen. Let's zoom in a bit more. So... The Bindu chakra, it's just there.
So the pineal gland here, and it's this area of brain here. Okay, the center. If you wanted to feel the back of your head, where your skull comes down, you got a little ridge. Little ridge above where your ultimator would be, which is the back of your neck. Put on your skull on your head. And one other thing that's actually got a sign. Most people have got one bit of hair on the head that goes in an opposite direction to the rest. It can be on that point. Okay. So even our hair tries to point us towards it. And even I hadn't noticed it till recently. I'd noticed the hair, but not the importance. Okay. <laughs> so I just wanted to give you something extra tonight. And so I know they can benefit everyone. So this, this mysterious energy center is very often overlooked and little is known about it. And I was surprised. I seemed to know an awful lot about it before I'd even done a little bit of research to try and check what I was being given was correct and what I'd understood of it. So the majority of yoga books don't even mention it. Because of this, or because of its ability to provide strength, energy, and longevity, Tantra Yoga devotes a great deal of attention to the chakra. So let's give you some points that you should know about the Bindu chakra. So the meaning. Bindu Bindu means a drop of a drop or a point. In fact, as the yoga traditions say, it is the point of manifestation of our entire physical body. And likewise, the point of its dissipation. This chakra is important for our overall physical, emotional and spiritual health and vitality of our entire microcosm. Pindu brings a sense of happiness, well-being, purpose and enthusiasm. But we all get some of that from it, but we can activate it and get an awful lot more. So the metaphysical, the Bindu chakra is the primal point of appearance of clear consciousness that exists beyond time. In fact, the Bindu chakra is the primal point of appearance of clear consciousness that exists beyond time, space, energy, matter or form. It represents a very subtle level of consciousness. The subtle pranic energy that flows through this chakra is concentrated into drops. Let's call that an elixir. So this elixir, these drops, they wind themselves around the body. They help, they help carry the elixir through the channels. Sorry, I don't have an answer for that. I wasn't asking you how. I've got the answer, Alexa. Right. It's interesting that she's piped up then. So she's listening into the conversation.
Where was I? She's trying me now. So the soul pranic energy flows through the chakra. It's concentrating drops and winds. It helps carry this elixir through the channels, the Nardis. Hmm. I don't know that one. Because I said elixir, she's thinking I'm saying Alexa. I've worked it out. But Bindu is the point where we gain true experience about the divine. Because here the many forms of manifestation cease to be observed as such. Here we are faced with the infinite as one, not as many. So I've told you where it's located. It's located, as I said, at the back of the head, near the top. It's placed between the his place between the place where people have a that lock of hair growing in the opposite direction for the rest of the hair. Now, interestingly, because of a conversation we were having yesterday, its symbol is the crescent moon. So the crescent moon is the symbol of the chakra. Because of that, yet another name of this center is moon chakra. The energy of the moon is life-giving and sustaining. It is responsible for the growth of the planet, life on Earth. I'm sorry, the plant life on Earth. If Bindu is fully activated, the light that shines from us then resembles the bright shine of the full moon. You're illuminated everywhere you go. So the function, the Bindu holds our life force within. It's the centre of where our life nectar which is called the Amrita, is produced. Amrita is said to help the yogis obtain full enlightenment. From there, this nectar drops down through the third chakra, solar plex. And in the solar plex chakra, the life nectar from the Bindu chakra is being used up for various activities of our body. In other words, the fire of Manipura. That's the solar plex. has by no chance so it's responsible for burning up and gradually using the nourishing powers of the amarita nectar now in the 17th century kahanda samita one of the three classic half yoga texts we find verses that describe this process the book is presented as a manuscript that presents the secrets of Hatha Yoga with regard to the ultimate reality as taught by Garada Chachanda. Here are the verses. The sun dwells at the root of the navel and the moon at the root of the palate. The sun consumes the nectar of immortality and thus man is held in the sway of death. So, if only we could catch up this nectar before reaching the solar plex, preferably in the throat chakra, as we could enjoy the vitalizing, nourishing energy of the Binda chakra. This is certainly not easy, but there's many yoga exercises if you want. Roger will give us an example of that one.
There are certain yoga exercises that can and can make it become possible. Now, I haven't researched this, but apparently there's proof that some yogis were capable of living without food or water. Some reports say 16 years and some say 70 years by purely feeding off of this nectar. I've not done research into that, I just came across it. So one of the possible explanations of these astonishing achievements is the direct use of the Bindu Chakra Nectar. As a result of under utilizing or dissipation of the Bindu's life force, we grow old, our skin becomes drier, rougher, slack, and more transparent. We lose bone tissue and cartilage and hair develop age-related hearing loss, suffer from dementia, have to deal with other mental and physical problems. Now, I'm not saying I can bring all that back if you've started to have those problems, but if you wanted to try and stop it happening anymore, then I believe I've got a way for you. So, the Bindu Chakra is connected to the pineal gland. When Bindu is awakened, the pineal gland and our third eye are fully activated too. The more active the chakra becomes, the more active the pineal gland is. The more active the pineal gland is, the more you can pick up intuitively or from other realms. Science has determined that an active pineal gland means having greater awareness, psychic and empathic powers, vivid dreams, lucid dreaming, and greater imagination and creativity. I like the way they said psychic, they haven't actually included mediumship in that list for scientific proof, but they've proved the psychic element. Someone didn't want to step out of their comfort, or the comfort zone. All right. But the, there's some practical exercises to keep the Bindu nectar. So you can take this elixir of this chakra from dissipating in the lower chakras and activate within the upper part of the chakra system. You could try massaging the area of the Bindu chakra, albeit it's not overly effective. Now, Roger will give us an example of this one. So we could try Ashna. If you do Hatha yoga, I've got to try and pronounce this word now. Piparita Karani is an asana. You might want to try. Piparita Karani is something like a half shoulder stand it's one of the easiest inverted postures and quite simple to perform. It is said to protect the Bindu chakra and its nectar because in the inverted position, the nectar flows down towards the throat and throat chakra. So go on, Roger, could you just give us an example of that, please? So I've got a different one for Anna. I've given you the easy one. But carefully placing the head and both hands on the ground, you can raise the feet and remain steady. This can seem to be prepared for Karani. And that puts the sun up and brings the moon down. Well, if we see Roger do that, I think it will bring the moon down. But this Perpetua Karani Mudra is concealed in all the tantras. But any type of inversion, yoga inversion, would help. I don't think you like that idea.
So we could try breath, breath work, which we will do, but I've got to try and show you something. See, we should be aware <coughs> that whenever we exhale, unfortunately, this nectar goes down towards the lower chakras. His power cannot be prevented. So in a way, part of the Amrita is always lost during the normal process of breathing. But the pranayama has three important stages, inhaling, exhaling, and breath retention. It's actually the breath retention phase that's important if you want this nectar and opening the bindu. Now, those that have taught Reiki to, what's one of the things I say before you give the Reiki, you've already got, you've got to give the Reiki or the healing, you must do what with your mouth? You've got to unmute. Go on, what are you got to do? Put your tongue at the roof of your mouth. Yes. You've got to put the tongue, roll it back to the soft palate as far as possible. This helps preserve the Amarita nectar from the, bin, from the Bindu chakra. The idea is to first catch the downward stream of Amarita and control it by redirecting it up toward the throat chakra. So you'd have to gently insert the tongue into the base of the palate then the tongue is turned back into the cavity of the skull and your inner gaze is directed then between the eyebrows. That is the kachar, Kachari Mudra. But you then don't really get an explanation of actually what you're meant to do with that. So that's about as far as you can get written text-wise. So you all know what to do now, do you? No. So it's where I'm going to try and help you. But first of all, could I get you just to close your eyes for a moment? Don't do any of that with your tongue. Keep your tongue normal. I'd like you to close your eyes and open your mouth with your tongue on the bottom teeth. Because you're going to breathe only through your mouth. But I want you to imagine that you're sat, you're up in the clouds. You're breathing in the clouds. And breathe the clouds in all the way to your root chakra, the base of your spine. Three times, it doesn't matter if you're noisy, that's good. Then what I want you to do, if you do three more in a moment, I then want you to hold your breath in at your root chakra. I want you to envisage that you're obviously breathing this cloud in. You've breathed it in all the way to your root, and it's going to now rise up your spine, and you'll feel it get up to your, coming up your spine. And you can try and look where your, your brow chakra is, your third eye. I want to keep the, teeth on, the tongue on the bottom teeth or your mouth open. I guarantee you that mist, you can only feel it as far as your throat. It's not going up. It's not going any higher. But how much you try, it's there. Now, if you do that again, mouth open, but your, your tongue on the upper the ridge of your mouth. Now three general breaths, or big breaths in, and hold your breath, and take that, that cloud all the way up your spine. Now see where you can focus with your eyes.
Right up. Now you can get to between your, your brow chakra, your third eye. It might take a little bit to be able to hold your breath for very long. But I can, this isn't, we haven't opened it up, but you can envisage this cloud now as far as your third eye. Do you agree? So there's a step in the right direction already. You've now gone from your throat to your third eye. So if you wanted to try again, you should just experiment. Anyone that needs to catch up for a minute, put, you put your tongue, put your mouth open, you've got your tongue on your bottom teeth, try and bring that cloud back in again. And you only really get it here. You can't greatly focus there when your breath's held. You must hold your breath. And I will be getting you to squeeze your perineum in a moment as well. We won't be too long doing this, and we'll then start with readings and messages. So anyone want to ask anything at the minute? Right. I wasn't expecting this. I think we might have a visitor. Let me just check. I think I've worked out who he is, but give me one second. I think we might have a visitor. Okay, John. I believe I've got Mercury. Coming by me. Tap, I have, but I don't understand. I don't understand why he'd be coming forward at this moment. Because I know Mercury is about communication. Unless with communication, we've got to understand the divine. But I don't know what it I don't know much greatly about him. Give me a second. So Mercury, what do we, what's meant to be known about Mercury? Well, getting a weight off your chest. Well, if we're breathing the air up, we kind of we might have just done that. Speaking up with love, being heard, opening communication. See, it's about opening all levels of communication. So the important messages, information and insights can be shared. Right now it's making sense. Let me just tell Marie because I think she might be interested in this. Give me a
Give me one moment. I just need to be quiet. The kids have just got back from um, going out for something to eat with their older brother. Give me a moment. I do apologise. So, Merkin's meant to be an ascended master, but I don't know what he's going to say, and I don't think he'll be long. Good evening, everyone. It is Mercury here. I work alongside Commander Ashtar. And Sana Kamara, you see. Three different energies, different direction from all, but in some way, shape, or form, all about communication to all. Communicating to move forward, to go in the direction you choose, one that you may be fearful of, but need to always choose, by following the heart, leading by example. Now that's Commander Ashtar for you. And as for Son of Kamara, he can bring forward secrets for you all. Ones that can be given in a seemingly communicative way, but actually have a far deeper meaning for a future day. It drops into your subconscious, so you know what to do. And when it's the perfect timing, it comes right out of the heart to the mind for you. Now, as for myself, Mercury, I'm very little called. That's because not about open communication, but communication in the majority of your being, of your soul, it's not down on earth. You're communicating that one energy, not just of the earth, but of the universe, where the higher self gets his knowledge from. So if you wish more answers to be understood and not be pondered on for as long, then you must open up. Open up with the Bindu. That's where you can get the answers. But the mind will never understand for you. You see, you need to lead it from the window into your heart. That's where you can get the connection with. And gives you greater enlightenment for a star. In addition to greater love, a greater health overall, as some of you in front of me will know. In order to start healing from a physical vessel of yours, it needs to start on a spiritual front, on an emotion, or some sort of pain. If we can eliminate that, then the whole body should be right as rain. So with the Bindu, that elixir, it's got more than what you've just been told. It's a vital life force energy that can keep the body alive untold, which I was around 
last night, you see, as you were talking, talking of certain energies with regard to other densities, let's linger around plants and trees. Where do they get their energy from if they don't feast on these? It is very similar now to what I'm telling you. So, I cannot bring connection through, but I can tell you this is why the Bindu has been hidden from you. You used to be known. I had to be very careful, careful to understand. That created longer, longer trip in the past for all on earth. It's very much hidden from you. To stop you living for bright old age. But his personal, personal, best healing form comes from the Bindu chakra, you see. It does. It floods that elixir like a hormone. That's the best way for me to explain to you. It's like, it's like your other glands, too. You're aware what the maturity leads and does for you. The pineal gland balances day and night. It floods the body, you see. So this chakra is a gland, too. But very much lacking in use. That is one of the greatest reasons they try to calcify real gland to you. There would be no fear if everyone was being doing chakras there, being used to its full potential. But you can't reach it with your body down there. It can only be reached with your spiritual self. And I know the medium knows how. So I just wanted to come and say hello to you all. And I hope you enjoy the feeling somehow. For anyone that's not interested, let's come purely for those messages from loved ones. Don't worry, the medium will do those. I'm going to stay. Stay as I am about communication. I'll be in the background. Enjoying. Enjoying tonight's communication. Lots of love to you all. I said great blessings from above. And hopefully you'll get a better understanding. Even if you can't put it into words. The night over here. Obviously, don't know, but I'm not totally aware of what he's just said. There. Um. <clears throat> I know his energy is quite strong, but what I'll do, what I'll delay so we can get towards the readings and the purpose of tonight, let's connect, connect you so you can feel and open the chakra for you.
won't take very long, 10-15 minutes and it'll be enjoyable. It's very similar to what you've already done. If you want to just relax then for a moment, I will be asking the perineum. The only way I can describe it is it's between the genitals and the anus. Put that muscle there. With the tongue to the roof of the mouth, that's the bit you'd want to be contracting. Okay, and you'd want to keep that contracted when you're taking the breaths for well when you're doing the meditation. Okay. For men, the easy way of doing it is kind of squeezing your backside. Women, it's normally easier to do it, can be easier for them to do it from the front. So I'm told, I wouldn't know. But some might find it just as easy as men from the rear. Okay, but when you're doing that, all you need to do is you're relaxing. I want you to imagine each breath you're breathing in is like blue but what you're breathing out is white and it's creating a cloud above your head for the three breaths and then i will ask you to breathe in the cloud and let that move up i am recording it anna which i'll share with anyone that's on here so Please, please now, take three what I'm going to call kidney breaths. So big breaths with your mouth open, breathe only in through the mouth, don't do any of the breathing through the nose. So breathe in, three kidney breaths. On your third breath, I want you to breathe it all the way down. It's blue all the way down. your root chakra face your spine and let that out and then it's the next breath that mist that you can see that you've been blowing out is above your head you're going to breathe in that lovely mist that cloud that's what you're going to take down and hold your breath when you take that in so let's start it now properly so you contract the perineum you got your tongue on the other low ridge through your mouth Please breathe blue into your kidneys and now breathe out white. Breathe blue into your kidneys and breathe out white. Now see the white mist cloud above your crown and breathe it in, drawing it all the way down to your root chakra. Hold your breath. Allow the energy to rise up the spine and into the brain. Allowing the brain to turn white. 
Hold it for a second or two longer. Now breathe out the whites. Touch and feel in your mind what you've created for a moment. What did white feel like? What did you see? So again, see the white mist cloud above your crown. We're building it up again as you breathe. You're breathing cobalt blue. All the way down to your root chakra. And out. Rub your head. Breathe in blue. Come up blue, breathe out the white. So now, the third. Breathe in that white mist all the way to the spine. Let it rise. Rise up to the brain. Great sense, even brighter cobalt blue. Hold it. Then breathe out the cobalt blue. Now, see the white mist cloud above your crown. Again, breathe it in twice. All the way down to your roots. One. Two. Now on this third breath in. See that white mist cloud above your crown. Breathe it all the way down to your root chakra. Hold your breath. And now the energy dries up your spine. And into the brain. Hold the white light in the brain. And allow it to turn cobalt blue. Then silver, hold for a second or two longer, and breathe out the silver. Touch and feel what you've created. What did it feel like? What did you see? And again, go back to the breaths, breathing in the white mist cloud, above your crown, down to your kidneys, in and out. In and out. Now, see that white mist cloud? Hold your breath and allow the energy to rise up your spine. All the way to your brain. Hold the white light in the brain and allow it to turn cobalt blue, silver, and now purple. Hold for a second or two longer. Breathe out the purple. Feel what you created. What does it feel like? What do you see? Again, come back. Breathing in the white mist cloud above your crown twice. One. Two. So now see that white mist. Above your crown, breathe it in all the way down to your root chakra. A big breath as full as you can. Hold your breath, allow the energy to rise up your spine and into your brain. 
Hold the white light in the brain. Now allow it to turn cobalt blue. Silver. Purple. And now gold. Hold for a second. And breathe out the gold. Touch and feel what you created. What does it feel like? What do you see? Now, see the white mist cloud above your crown. This is what will open up your bindu for you. See that white mist cloud <coughs> above your crown. Breathe it in all the way down to your root chakra. Hold your breath. Allow that energy to rise up your spine slowly into the brain. Hold, hold that white light in the brain. Allow it to turn cobalt blue, silver, purple, gold, and now rainbow. Not a rainbow of the earth, your rainbow. Whatever colors you need will be there. Hold that rainbow. Now breathe out the rainbow slowly, feeling what you created, what it feels like and what you see. You should be having an awakening and tingling now down by your throat as your Bindu Chakra is bringing the elixir through for you. The more you practice that, the more you can hold the breath. It's when you're not breathing that that elixir comes down to your chest. The more you do that, the more elixir, the more of the nectar, so to speak, is running through your energy channels. Those who have had different effects. Everyone, I will give you a moment with that and then we will start we will Right. Hopefully you enjoyed that.
I won't get feedback for anyone. Does anyone want to share with me what they experienced there? Just to let me know. Rog, how did you find that? That were a fantastic rush of energy. Uh, could feel it entering the throats at the end, well, making me. You made the bloody dog do it. Cough. <laughs> On timing. Um, but yeah, the third eye, the throat, and the heart just seemed to be really. Just not good. Five, ten, maybe fifteen minutes. Younger you look now. The. <laughs> I wish. But uh, yeah, the um, the hair on back in the head, what, what the club got. Um, I'm probably on that spot as well. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. Um, but yeah, go on, let me prompt on someone else. Emma, how did you find it? I'll, get, I'll save you getting up. I think I can unmute you. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, it was really good. Um, I did get stuck a bit with the, I kept saying loads and loads of purple, like, and I couldn't get the gold, but then it came through then afterwards. So, um, yeah, it was You see, some of those colours, that was more to try and build you up so you knew what you were doing. It was the end part that was the important bit. Rather than, but if I had just jumped you straight into that, you wouldn't have had a clue really what was meant to be going on. So at least you'd felt it a few times with the other colours. It had been the colours showing for you. See, if it's about enlightenment, so all of us are going to be needing to be enlightened in a slightly different way. So some of us will be have certain parts of that connection already there, and it's bringing in the others. So the rainbow colours are the bits of those energetic, it's just in colour form, those energetic bits that you needed to bring in for you, which is why it was your rainbow. You know, your rainbow might not be the same. The next time you do it, you might have taken the blue that you last saw in the rainbow of yours that's not there anymore. So it's, it's going to give you the energies that needed for that connection. Um, I would have said if it was pure enlightenment, or if you get to that, I don't think you can. I think it'll always step up. I would say it'd be then you'd probably struggle. You'd feel like you're visualising the rainbow, but it'd feel like more like warmth than actual sight. So your 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 awareness would would go from the separate colours more to it being a uniform rainbow. That's easier than standing on your head, I thought, anyway. <laughs> okay. Does anyone else want to share anything? Otherwise, I'll, I will, I'm aware that that's taken a little bit of time. I do apologise if anyone that is watching had absolutely no interest in that whatsoever. But um, I hope not. So, we will move forward to um, the readings. Obviously, I won't. I'll try and come to you, but I, I need to know you're there. you're there. Obviously, you can drift backwards and forwards off the off camera. Um, but I know my guides will bring forward more messages and loved ones, and they know you're there for it. But um, 